Hi, I'm Eve Kalinic, a nutritional therapist and author. And I'm Rosemary Ferguson, a nutritionist and a functional medicine practitioner. And this is The Wellness Breakdown. We have lots of clients walk into our clinics asking us about the newest wellness fads that have taken Instagram by storm. But these trends can be so difficult to get reliable information about, so we thought we'd help. Every week on the show, one of us will set the other one a challenge, testing the validity and the effects of some of these wellness trends. We will test these trends and record our progress over several weeks, days, or even months. So please join us. This is The Wellness Breakdown. We are super happy to say this series is supported by Simprove. Simprove believes that living your best, feeling your best and looking your best starts from within and we could not agree more. Their unique water-based food supplement containing live and active bacteria was created to support a healthy gut. Our friends at Simprove believe that this can help you gain the most from your life and Rose and I completely agree. If you want to find out more about Simprove, go to their website. The link is in the show notes. In this episode, I've set the challenge for Rose to eat fermented foods for four weeks because my question really is, are fermented foods worth the gut health hype? In fact, are they worth the hype generally? They're not as kind of niche as some people might think because I guess there's been more of that hype around some of the more, say, trendier versions of that. But they have been in our diet for a long time. I mean, you might think, oh, fermented foods, that's those weird things that have scobies and cultures and stuff like that. But actually, you know, more basically things like live yogurts and traditional cheese, like your cheddar and parmesan and being from Polish heritage, we always had jars of sauerkraut lurking in airing cupboards and things like this. And I found definitely that clients have been asking more about fermented foods, like, are they good for me? I'm eating jars and jars and jars of kimchi and all of this thinking that they are some sort of silver bullet or panacea for gut health. And so I just wanted to see if rather than doing what we tend to do nowadays with nutrition and trends is kind of going all in and then not having them at all, is would it make a difference to our gut health if we were to be eating them more consistently and regularly. Now, I've set this challenge specifically for Rose because firstly, I know she likes ferments because they have got quite a distinctive sort of umami flavour to them. So I know she likes them, but I'm not sure actually that she has them on a regular basis. She definitely wouldn't be having them daily. So I just really wanted to see how she feels and how easy and enjoyable it is for her to have them every day and build them more consistently into her routine and so the rules are that she has to include a daily serving of fermented foods and I haven't given her any specific time of the day but Obviously, I've asked her to pay attention specifically to her gut health, but also if she's noticed any changes in her mood. And the reason why I've said mood as well is that these fermented foods contain sources of what is believed to be beneficial bacteria for our gut health, which can then support our mood and our mindset. So those are the rules of the challenge. Let's hear how she's gotten along. Right, 
well, I think we better talk about fermented foods. I try to eat fermented foods, but I sort of eat kimchi when I'm out. <laughs> That's about as good as I get. Oh, and I love kombucha. I do eat, obviously, quite a well healthy diet and I eat lots of fibre and stuff. And I do, of course, probiotics. But to continuously feed um, with probiotic foods and feed the bacteria with bacteria is not something I do on a daily basis. And I'm actually kind of excited about it because I made kimchi once and it sat in the fridge for weeks. And I like pickled and I like preserving and I like the idea of fermenting. I like the fact that you can do it at home. And I kind of get into the, the idea of that scoby scooby thing. It just amazes me that what bacteria can make. So I'm really actually looking forward to this. I'll tell you what I'm a bit dubious about. I'm not that into dairy as a person. I am not a big milky, yogurty. I do like a bit of cheese. I'm very happy to eat my cheese actually now, come to think about it. <laughs> but the sort of yogurty stuff, mm, I'm not so sure. Kefir is not my favourite, favourite. But anyway, there's lots to choose from and I'm looking forward to this challenge. Thanks, Eve. Right, so the fermenting thing I have really been enjoying because I've been doing some miso and tempeh, which is fermented tofu. Now, I really enjoy that and I realised actually I eat quite a lot of that anyway. The thing is that I am eating, which I don't normally eat, sauerkraut, which I'm also really enjoying. And now I'm thinking I might make some kimchi. So that might be the next stage on my fermenting journey. I'm just shopping on and the supermarket shop. And actually, it's amazing what you can buy, Reggie, because I was just like, I'm being lazy. So you don't actually have to make it. It's loads of lovely stuff. So I'm going to get some turmeric and ginger kimchi. There's some Bavarian style sauerkraut. I've also bought some Thai fun organic feta natural fermented, which is what I eat anyway. And I'm going to try the kefir, even though, as you know, I'm not its biggest fan. Oh, look, there's tickles pickles. I'm going to get some of them. Oh, then there's the kombucha, which I already have, and miso. All right, but otherwise all going well. Bye. So I've had quite a lot of miso just because we got Japanese takeaway. So I had some miso there. Other things have I been having? Um, the stuff I got from the shop was fantastic. Brilliant. Delicious. So I've been having quite a lot of sauerkraut and kimchi. Cheese. I forgot. I went back to my instructions from Eve and I forgot cheeses on the menu, which is great because, I mean, I quite like cheese. So that's quite exciting. Um, and kombucha I've been drinking as well. I think my gut is pretty good usually most of the time. I would say that if there was any bloating is less. And I feel like my stomach's a bit flatter, but I mean, my gut, I'm lucky. My gut seems to work pretty well. I guess it's a, a um, occupational hazard, but um, I'm re- I am very much enjoying it. And I have no doubt that it's helping my bacteria. I don't know. I've been really bloated this week and I think just think it's the bacteria. So when you eat lots of fermented food, the good bacteria in the fermented food go crazy and creates lots of gas. So I think I'll probably be a bit bloated. Otherwise, I have to say, actually, I wasn't really thinking there'd be that much change for me. But it is quite interesting. I would say that my motility is better, that... I feel a bit better, like I feel lighter. And apart from this bloating, which is unusual, I would say that my gut feels like it's working better. So yeah, I think I'm about three weeks, maybe nearly up to my fourth, actually. It's going really well. I'm quite pleased with it. Yes. Also, I think I should just say that I'm a little bit fed up with sauerkraut. I mean, I did love it to start with, but I know I'm a bit bored of it. So I have moved a little bit into cheese, which doesn't um, thrill me that much. I know it's fermented and everything, but I mean, I love cheese, but I don't like eating it daily. But anyway, yeah, so I've been eating that. Yeah, the sauerkraut's wearing a bit thin. So, you know, I'd quite like to know if anybody's got any other really good tasty things for me. My tickle pickles or whatever they were called are delicious. And kimchi's quite nice in a sandwich. 
Right. Okay. So I've done the fermenting for a month and I have really actually enjoyed it much more than I thought I would. I would say that my gut is working better. I've got a slightly flatter stomach. You know, I definitely feel like it's really helped actually, which I wasn't expecting because as I, you know, I sort of feel like my gut's in pretty good shape. So thanks Eve. And also if anybody else has got any great fermenting things, I'd love it because I'm kind of stuck on kombucha, um, sauerkraut and kimchi. So if you have got any great ideas for alternatives, then I'd love to hear them. Hey Rose, how are you doing? I am good Eve. Hi, nice to see you. You too. I'm dying to hear how you've got on with the challenge that I set you. I was surprised it made a big, it did make a difference. You know, I was not expecting to feel much different because I thought sort of think, oh my gut's really good. I'm a nutritionist. This is what I do. Mm. But actually I felt my gut felt better. It was, I would say that it was working more smoothly. So yeah, I really, really got a lot out of it actually, surprisingly. And do you think that the the benefits from doing it have stayed on after the challenge? Yes. Well, partly because also it's become part of my day to day. So I've definitely yeah. used more pork fermented foods in my diet than I used to. So that might also be why. So I have noticed, you know, it has definitely stayed. And so I'm really pleased with it. I really am pleased, actually. It was really insightful for me to listen to your diary because... There was one point where you'd said, oh, my stomach feels flatter. And I think obviously there was maybe a bit more of the ferments going in, or maybe you tried a different one. And because there were different microbes in it, it did create a bit of bloating at one point, didn't it? Yes. But then that kind of settled down towards the end. So do you feel like it was maybe the reintroduction of a different ferment that had done that or not necessarily i definitely think that the microbes were having a great time with, with whatever which one and i can't remember what i'd added in it might have been my tickles pickles which i still love mm. i think it was definitely something new that the bacteria got all excited about and um <laughs> that's probably what created the bloating but in on the whole i'd say that it's helped my stomach i mean i don't suffer with bloating particularly yeah the little amount that there used to be is not really there so much anymore i mean i guess there's also the really lovely delicious flavor of fermented foods but it, i I think it's also again interesting is the word but where there's been a correlation with maybe like increased digestive issues and IBS irritable bowel syndrome being really common and then the fermented foods going out of favour somewhat yeah. but now they've sort yeah. of come back in and I feel like actually with the more understanding around gut health it feels like the two have sort of coincided in a really sort of serendipitous way. Would you agree with that? Do you think that's true? Yeah I do actually because I, th- I think sauerkraut used to always be thought of as a sort of a mean food like you know not a very something desirable whereas now like, people are well aware of the benefits and people talk about it and it's part you see it in restaurants now you know it's sort of a coveted addition to your meal and I think also kimchi has helped with that I put my recovery from 30 or more courses of antibiotics partly down to sauerkraut I grew up my dad's Polish we always had it fermenting in the air and cupboards but I genuinely think that it's sort of laid down good foundations for my gut so that whenever I went through that horrible period of my life where I was taking those antibiotics, which we know wipe out the gut microbiome, that perhaps part of it was to do with that. I mean, my energy was better as well. Mm. You know, when you start sort of just taking care with a certain part of what you're eating, it tends to mean that you take a bit more care about lots of things. True. You know, I felt really well during that time, actually. So Rose, it'd be great to just get a bit more of an insight into the kind of 
of the journey of your challenge? Like what were the specific changes throughout? I felt more energetic. I definitely felt a bit better. Did you notice any change in sleep or mood? Sleep, I didn't notice any change. Mood, I felt good while I was doing it. Great. Did you try any new ones during the four weeks or did you kind of stick to the ones you already knew? Well, so I stuck to the ones I knew, but then I did, I like, so I quite like pickles. Mm. I sort of had those as snacks, which is quite a nice thing to do. And then I stuck to the kombuchas, kimchi, mm. and I was amazed at what you can buy. There is so much out there that you can see, so you don't even have to have it in your airing cupboard. <laughs> you can buy it. So, you know, so really, there really is no excuse, actually. No. And actually, that comes around to it in terms of the listeners and how they might incorporate some of these ferments into their routine. Because I also hear from a lot of clients and particularly my father, when I took him into like one of the health food stores and his eyes went out on stalks when he saw how expensive <laughs> sauerkraut was, because yeah. it is actually, and it is so easy to make at home. Yeah. I get buying things like kombucha and water kefir, to be honest with you, because if you've ever tried to make them, still, it's quite a task, isn't it? But yeah. Yeah. sauerkraut is and um, kimchi are actually quite easy to make but yeah like you say they are readily available but then it's important mm. isn't it to get ones that say unpasteurized because mm. that means that all the bacteria in, are in there so rose how inconvenient or convenient was this to build consistently into your diet over the four-week period so well it started off a little bit hit and miss you know, just because it w- I would be like, oh shit, I haven't done it. And then I'm just going to get a spoonful of kimchi. But as time went on, it just became part of my habit. And I suppose that's what's quite good about doing something for the four week period is it becomes part of your daily life. So after mm. a while, I wasn't thinking about it. And so it was actually really easy. And also, as I say, because you can buy it, you know, it's true what you say, like not that long ago, it would have been making it yourself, jarring it up, putting it in the air and covered, waiting two weeks, da 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 da. Even though, as your dad says, it's quite easy expensive it's very easy and accessible to get so once you get into the groove once it's on your shopping list then I found it easy mm. it just took a, it took a few days just to get just to remember really I think it's just like any nutrition habit that we get clients to yeah. build in it's about yeah it's just habit forming isn't it yeah. so would you have any tips then for listeners in terms of with the ferments like how they might build that consistency in I think having it available for one just being prepared and having it there having it at the front of your fridge not at the back yeah and just put a, put a sign up somewhere or put a, put an alarm on your phone so it just buzzes and you go what's that alarm for and then you go ah oh, yes to add some some ferments into my day in summary what would you say rose are the three things that you've learned from this challenge well i've learned that a eating fermented food on a daily basis is easy they're not unavailable you know you can find them everywhere they're very easy to have and even if it is a glass of kombucha there's your bit of fermented food for the day secondly it was that it makes a difference i suppose that should have been number one you know i did notice a difference i really did so that was a real eye-opener and thirdly that i think as a nutritional therapist if i'm going to be telling people to take probiotics expensive probiotics every six months then I should be also telling them that it should be consistently taking care of their microbiome in between courses of probiotic by taking fermented foods on a regular basis cool and I guess I've gotten from your diary my sort of three things is that if Rosemary Ferguson who is got a really sort of stellar gut feels <laughs> a significant improvement then we can all do with adding some fermented foods more into our diet 
The second thing is that it was more to do with consistency because having the consistency of having them in there made the differences more marked. And then the third one is that maybe we all need to be a bit more diverse in the ones that we're eating Mm -hmm. and riff a bit on the same few and maybe try making a couple ourselves because it can be fun like you said but yeah it sounds really great yeah and it sounds like you really enjoyed it i did thanks for doing it rose thank you for asking me and i'm glad i did it for a month too so anybody out there who i think you probably do need to do it for a month because it's quite a gentle nudge but it does nudge so you're going to go off and have some kimchi now rose or you're going to have a kombucha or what are you going to do i might have some sauerkraut actually well cheers to that and i will see you on the next challenge see you on the next challenge Next week on The Wellness Breakdown, we will be jumping into one of the most debated topics in the nutrition world today, where I set Eve the one month CBD challenge. Tune in to find out if CBD really holds the key to de-stressing or if it is all a load of smoke. See you there. Couple of quick notes before we go, but they are important ones. Make sure to subscribe to the Wellness Breakdown so you get automatically notified about new episodes wherever you listen to your podcasts. We really want to hear from you and what you all think of the show. Be sure to send us your thoughts, comments, and what challenges you would like Rose and I to take on next. Write to us at inbox at thewellnessbreakdown.com or find us via Instagram at thewellnessbreakdown. Details in the show notes too. You've been listening to The Wellness Breakdown, our podcast presented by me, Rosemary Ferguson and me, Eve Kalinic. This podcast was produced by One Fine Play. From One Fine Play, James Bishop is the executive producer, Kasra Feruzia is the audio and visual engineer, Connor Foley is the editorial producer and researcher, additional creative support from Selena Christofidis. This episode was recorded by Kasra Feruzia. Thanks for listening to The Wellness Breakdown. We would also like to say thank you to our sponsor, Simprove. Without them, the show wouldn't be possible. Like us, Simprove believes everyone deserves to get the most out of their lives. And one of the keys to this is a healthy mind and a healthy gut microbiome. Of course, do seek a professional medical opinion if you need advice. If you want to try Simprove, head to the Simprove website and use the code Wellness Breakdown 15 for 15% off your first order. And please, if you like the show, rate the podcast and subscribe as well. Hi guys, this is just a quick reminder that although we are professionals, if you're in need of health advice, please visit your GP. The information in this podcast is for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not substitute for medical advice. Please consult a medical professional or provider if you're seeking medical advice, diagnosis or specific treatment.